everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Gameware Express. We're just like the Game Boy. We turned 25 this week. Yeah. We are 25 years old. I'm almost 25 years <laughs> okay. old. No, we're 25 episodes old. Oh, so Game Boy came out 25 episodes ago. That's right. Perfect. <laughs> it's also Friday, April the 25th, 2014. I'm Adam Herrender. Whoa. Yeah, what was it, Tuesday, Wednesday? It was the, Tuesday. The Game Boy turned 25 years old. Yeah. So happy birthday to the Game Boy. I love you, Game Boy. Happy birthday, Game Boy. So for this week's intro question, it's going to be a simple one. We, we've touched on it kind of before with travel games, but this is more specific. I want to know everybody's favorite Game Boy game. Not color, um, not advance, old school, monochrome, green background Game Boy game, Stephen Martin. Oh, man, that's easy for me. Um... I had a Game Boy since 89, so that was 25 years ago, I guess. Mm -hmm. And um, it came with Tetris. And, you know, Tetris is just one of the best games of all time. Tetris is a game that anyone can play. Um, it's so addictive. It's so much fun. So my favorite Game Boy game is Gargoyle's Quest, <laughs> which is from Capcom. I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> I really, How can it not be Gargoyle's Quest? I really Quest? love Gargoyle's Quest. <laughs> That's kind of uh, an offshoot character from uh, one of the enemies in, in Ghosts and Goblins. Or, okay. So you're, you are this little gargoyle, I guess, because <laughs> you're on his quest. And you go around town and you talk to people. And the game starts with you just talking to someone, and I guess they die immediately because spoilers. Yeah, it's, it's weird, and I'm, I'm I'm like nine playing this game. It's very dark. Mm. The music's so good, and um, it's just fun. It's a great game, and it, got, it had a sequel, Gargoyles Quest Two, very original title. I think it was on Game Boy and regular Nintendo. Mm. Was and it then, better or worse? You know, it's kind of the same situation as Ducktales Two. Mm. It, it was kind it's of worth the a same. lot of money. Yeah, well, not not no. It's <laughs> sad. But you know what is worth a lot of money is Demon's Crest, which is the third game in the series on Super Nintendo, mm. and that's that's an awesome game too. So that's a great franchise that started on Game Boy. Awesome. And one of my favorite games of all time, let alone handheld games. I never got around so. to playing that one. Don't play it. It's terrible. Okay. So, yeah. So <laughs> to even, dig out the old Game Boy. It was only good then. It's probably it is really. It's on Virtual Console. It is on Virtual on 3DS. I own it on 3DS. Oh, okay. Virtual Console. Cool. Then I also own my old cartridge too. Nice. It's so cute. You got so excited when it was on Virtual Console. I yeah. I I played that a lot. The you probably got tired of hearing the music. No, I love that music. It's great music. And I love listening to Game Boy music. So it was awesome. Yeah, they should like bands should make music that sounds like Game Boy oh, music. Yeah. That'd be a thing. That'd be pretty popular. They should I'd do say. that. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for joining me again this week. Appreciate that, Renee Martin. Hey. What was your favorite Game Boy game? Uh it's. I mean, don't I say played... Gargoyles Quest. Sorry, no, said. I'm not allowed to say Gargoyles Quest. I didn't own Gargoyles Quest, but um, for a while, I only owned a few Game Boy games. Um, I owned Donkey Kong and um, Link's Awakening, not DX, and Kirby's Pinball, and I played the hell out of those games, but I saved up a lot of my money and went to Toys R Us, and because I saw this game in Nintendo Power, and I thought it looked really cute, and it was called Harvest Moon. <laughs> and, How did uh, I not see this coming? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, I bought that at Toys R Us. Um, just the regular version, even though I think the color version was out at the time as well, but I only had a regular Game Boy, so I bought the regular Game Boy version for $20, and 
and I just could not put it down. I really loved that game, even though it's like incredibly repetitive. <laughs> I would play it like just day after day after day on it, and like sometimes little events would happen, like sometimes with all the townspeople would come like a murder there was a murder there's a murder (laughs) figure it out well actually not really but um i don't know like they would have a picnic together and it'd be cute and you could talk to everybody and i just i have so many fond memories with that game uh so and i still like to play it because that is also on virtual console so sometimes before i go to bed i like to pop that open and just you know Bring, the, bring your of, favorite series back down to its roots. Exactly. So, I mean, it's terribly repetitive. No one should play that game right now. <laughs> so, so, so far, don't play any of the games that we're recommending. <laughs> They're not good games. I know. Well, now, I mean, you can play like Harvest Moon A New Beginning, and that's like amazing. It looks beautiful, and there's so much you can do. But in this game, all you do is just make... Dig. Yeah. I like you that. Just, there's there's beauty do. to simplicity. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, you also, you can get cows. You That's can get too cows much. I can't chickens. handle that. And you do have a little horse that you save. It's really cute. Do you get to name things in this one? Like the... You do, but you only have four letters to do so. Concise. That seems like the correct amount of letters. <laughs> I, I name you Cow. <laughs> everything's name is Cow. I'm pretty sure it's either four or five letters to name everything. Like um, Moop. Everything is Moop. moop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the beginning, you get to choose if you want a dog or a cat. Oh, what'd you choose? What do you think I chose? Probably cat. Yeah. The cat's really cute. So, yeah. Oh, I love that game so much, though. But all those other games that I listed earlier, I love them, too. But Harvest Moon (laughs) on Game Boy is... Shout out to Donkey Kong. Not to go back. That's Donkey Kong. Today, that is actually a game that's still very good. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. The one on Game Boy, is that original? The first three or four levels are the arcade game. Mm -hmm. But then you've got like a hundred new levels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's it just turns levels. into this awesome like puzzle platform. And you know, that that was like the first game where Mario had these acrobatic maneuvers that most people didn't discover until Mario sixty four. Like he could do yeah. all these crazy flips. Yeah. Um and that was, you know, two years before that other game came out. So hmm. still good today. Totally. It's pretty cool. It's also available on virtual console on three D S. You can yeah. A lot of these games are on virtual console. Huh? I have Donkey Kong '94 on my um my 3DS. Oh, cool! So, you've seen, you've watched me play it. I thought you were just playing regular Donkey Kong. See, fooled everyone. You didn't get past the first three levels. No, no, I don't want to hear that. I totally <laughs> got past the first first I didn't three see levels. You, so. you need to pay more attention. Well, prove that you did it. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need this. <laughs> And Ram- See what Dark Souls has done to our relationship. Oh, God. We'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me today, Renee. I know you've been a little sick. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry if I sound, like, stuffy. It's okay. You sound great. Trooping oh. through it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Rounding out this week's cast, Mr. Vaughn of V for Extreme Aventures. Hello. All right, Vaughn. Favorite Game Boy game? Well, like Renee mentioned earlier, like, she didn't have too many games. I also didn't have too many Game Boy games when I was growing up. I did have... Mario Land, that was kind of okay. Uh, I had DuckTales, but... I they made DuckTales on Game Boy? Yes. Man, they made that on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it, but I preferred to play it on my uh, NES at the time. Right, of course. It, it was like big screen, color, and all that good stuff. And I had Final Fantasy, which was really hard, so I won't go into that. <laughs> Too many frustrating memories. So I would definitely have to go with Link's Awakening. Okay. Because oh, that was the game yeah. that taught me how to be good at Zelda games. Because I didn't, I never beat it when I was a kid. So 
when I turned like 14 or whatever, uh, sometime during my high school years, I went back and played it all the way through. Mm -hmm. And I actually just went through. I actually had to think to myself because my sister wasn't around to help me because she she used to uh, she used to help me with uh, going through all the games. Right. So so I had to solve all the puzzles myself. (laughs) (laughs) I eventually did it, and that's what taught me how to like do all the puzzles and all the other games myself. Play one Zelda game. You pretty much played all of them, right? No, seriously, that is a great game. I that was like that until I played Oracle of Ages, <laughs> and then that's when it started becoming harder. <laughs> but those are on those are on color, right? Those were on color, Ages yeah. But, okay. Made by I'm Capcom. Just, I'm just Creators saying that, like, uh, I didn't. Uh, I thought I was good at Zelda games when I played Link's Awakening. Then I played Oracle of Ages, and then it started getting a little bit harder. But right. now Zelda games are kind of easy. So, yeah. Nice. But yeah, Link's Awakening. It's really good. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. It's good to have you back. It's good to be here. Um, for mine, before I get to mine, I'm surprised no one at this table, especially you two, Renee and Vaughn, surprised no one said Pokemon back in the day. Well, but thing is, I didn't have Pokemon until I had a Game Boy Color. So. Uh, I didn't have Pokemon until I had a Game Boy Advance, technically. So. But Red and Blue are still original Game Boy games. It doesn't matter what you played yeah. them on. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. I guess you could Should put clarified, Link's Awakening. <laughs> I guess you could put Link's Awakening DX in that regard too. So Um I was gonna say Mario Tennis, but then I Googled that before the show and realized that was also a color game. So my favorite uh Game Boy game growing up was probably uh Super Mario Land two. Oh yeah. Was that six golden coins? That's yeah. right. I played, six or seven? I, I played a lot of that growing up. I remember playing it um at after school care when I was in school, and I could never get past it, so I had my friend who was older than me always get past some of the more difficult parts for me, but I love that Is that, that the game. bus driver? Like the older friend you had? The bu- no, it was not the bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have buses at my oh, private okay. school. Oh, okay, wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only limos. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I just have fond memories of that game, and I it's just one of those things where, yes, it's also on Virtual Console, and I thought about going and downloading it, but then I was afraid it wouldn't hold up to my like five-year-old memories it holds up I'm really you right okay now. yeah that game's still good so, i want to keep my positive memories but if it does i might still have you to know what go doesn't to hold up is, is uh mario land i'm sorry but that game the first one yeah mario is like the size of a peanut yeah yeah he's <laughs> really small there's four levels <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous so and when you shoot a fireball it doesn't bounce up and down across it's the like, screen. It bounces once, and then it goes into space, <laughs> where it's useless. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with a fireball in space that went away? The fireballs so, did randomly collect the coins for you, though. I guess. That's no, weird. That, that game, I guess I played it recently on on 3DS mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. It's and funny. It, it's over before before it even starts. Yeah. It's so short. Because <laughs> they didn't have the budget for that back in 89. They were like, well... You know, we've only got enough time to make four levels here, so... What still gets me about that game is that, like, whenever you jump on a Koopa, like, the shell just randomly just explodes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very dangerous world for Mario to be in. And it's weird, because if I mentioned the show before, my dad did not like Nintendo growing up, but for some reason, I always had a Game Boy and then a Color and Advance, so huh. the handhelds were okay, I just... He knew they had the handhelds on lockdown. What else? I guess the Game Gear existed back then. I had a Lynx. That's true. In '90s, I forgot about that. California games, man, it's incredible. <laughs> God, the Game Gear. I never had a Game Gear. Somehow, I've got two right now, but I never owned one as a child. I'll take one. You can have both. I don't <laughs> want either. Yeah. That was not a good. I don't think I own any Game thing. Gear. 
it's just out of two systems. It <laughs> takes up the whole box where we keep our portable game systems that like we, we are have a storage playing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Game gears are huge. Cool. Before we get into the swing of things, I did want to make a correction for last week because we got called out on one. Oh yeah. Uh-oh. By Mr. Scott Bestek, friend of the show. When we were talking about uh Fract OSC and new releases last week, we said it was I said it was like haze. Which is which is wrong. Wrong. It's like mist. Right. Very and, different. And it does have a Tron aesthetic, which I still say I stand by that one. But yeah, I meant mist, and I don't know why I said haze. Yeah, I don't know why you said that either. I had no idea what you were talking about. So right. I just kinda went with it. And when Scott, when he sent in, uh, when he was on the show, or sent in his most anticipated games this year, that was where I heard of it because he had it on his list. There so he duly corrected me when um, when he he heard that we said it wrong. So I apologize for that, Scott. Thanks for the correction. Um, okay, let's get into it. Steven, have you beaten Dark Souls two yet? I did actually. Finally, yeah. So that how? Mean he's stopping. Oh God. <laughs> That's true. I kept playing. As Renee makes a face. <laughs> I enjoy watching that game, actually. You so. told me that you don't want me to play it anymore. When? I don't know. Maybe I just dreamed it. <laughs> <laughs> you said that you don't like me getting frustrated. Oh, but, yeah. Know. I hate to see him all frustrated because he's never I frustrated. I don't really think I'm frustrated when I play it. I just... You just have that. Maybe you just have that frustrated look in your eye that she can see. No, no. It's this kind of sadness. Like, <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do now? Like, I've given up on That's everything. Funny. No, I did beat it. I beat it, the I think, I don't know, a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. So how, how was the ending of that? Was it satisfactory? <laughs> um, uh, was so, it difficult? I mean, there may be people listening to this. I don't want to really go into the... You don't need to go into specifics. Sure. But. So no, the, the ending of the game was not difficult. It didn't... Um, I, I had, Then again, I had two other people with me uh, playing online, so... I think that the final boss scenario would have been very difficult by myself. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now because I'm doing some post-game content that I have to do by myself. And that mm. is difficult. So they don't so, let you summon people in after you beat it? No, it's not that. It's just where I am. You're oh, not able okay. to summon people. You know? Interesting. But I don't want to say the ending was anticlimactic, but it was anticlimactic. When you play a game for over 100 hours, wouldn't like anything... The anti like then again I wasn't point. I don't think I was expecting anything right so definitely fell in line with my expectations mm-hmm. and I haven't stopped playing although I probably should <laughs> you know but. well the PC players get their jab at it starting today yeah right now yeah. literally as we're recording mm-hmm. so that's exciting because apparently that's the way to play it uh, all the reviews that have come out say that the PC version looks better runs better so you're gonna double dip no i'm good <laughs> if, if it comes out on ps4 later then you'll double i would dip. double dip on that um or if they just made another souls game i would just buy that but probably not gonna buy dark souls 2 on pc um, gotcha just not not really reason to do it now if the if the lighting engine was different or enhanced maybe that'd be an interesting reason but right. as far as i've seen the pc version just has a better resolution and better frame rate so Oh, so it doesn't fit. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But whatever. That's it's fine. We'll see reports on that coming out over the next week. I'm sure we've already seen some. I think. Oh no! It, yeah, it's it's early. 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and as high res as your computer can support it to handle. Yeah. Uh, Dark Souls Two still kind of looks shitty. <laughs> but whatever, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just the textures in that game on the, on walls and on trees. It's 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 just really sloppily put together. But. Are you, we're about to hit the road again for work. Are you going to bring your PS3 again and 
slodge through some post game stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Stop. Especially since I won't be I won't be there uh, to upset Renee at home with my frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> and since it's a hotel, I can just throw things through windows. And, they don't care and break <laughs> furniture, and you know it'll be cathartic probably. Okay. So, good for me. Yeah. The doctor says I should probably find ways to channel that anger that. That, uh, the <laughs> Do they sell Nerf armor for PS3 controllers? No, and I, you know it's funny because when the, when they made those Nerf PS2 controllers, I got really excited because it was it seemed like something <laughs> fun to sell. But then we never got them. We could never get them for the, oh. for the store. And Walmart had them. So damn you, Walmart. But yeah, I found out uh, this really fun area to um, to kind of farm souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I keep dying and losing all my souls, so that's not working. But man, if it worked, it'd be great. Cause yeah. you get so many from this one little boss encounter that you could just do over and over and over. But um, what level? Vaughn watched me do that a little today. Uh, I did. Um, <laughs> very frustrating. I think I am level 180 somewhere around there. Yeah. So close to 200. Yeah, that doesn't mean much though. <laughs> At this point, any levels, uh, any points I add to my stats don't really make much of a difference. Really. But. Might as well keep leveling up, right? That's right. Buy, you could buy things with your souls. There's plenty of armor that I could upgrade. So Still using the Thunder Sword? Yeah. Okay. Actually, for this one boss encounter, I've got a big... Uh, got a club. Club. Oh, okay. It's just like the, just going to town on his kneecaps. Great club, <laughs> plus 10. And they, Vaughn's right. This one boss, you just kind of keep smashing him on the toe. But then if he steps on you once, you're, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Lose all those souls. Just running to this guy, just kind of passing up the other enemies that are in this little area. I get like 20,000 souls just by running to the boss and not doing anything. That's that's a lot of souls. Yeah. But then when he steps on you, they're all gone. Yeah, but then when I run back, you get I, back. I get all those souls back plus 20,000 more for doing nothing. <laughs> and then I die again. And then I go back and I get 20. So I've got 60,000 and then I die again. So it behooves you to keep dying. Yeah, because I'm not doing anything to get those 20,000 every time. Right. And then if I kill this boss, it's like couple hundred thousand. So many souls. What am I going to do with all these? Who knows? I don't know. Soul stock market. Invest. <laughs> do something. The only problem is that, is that you're committed to actually being in the boss area. <laughs> yeah. And I, today I tried grabbing my souls and then waiting until he swung his giant sword. Because this guy's like, I don't know, 50 feet tall. Maybe taller. So waiting for him to swing his sword. And then I've got an item that can bring me back to a bonfire so I can actually spend my souls but oh nice so i used that little feather that brings me back and it was probably in the last frame of animation before I, my my little transfer would complete and he it just hit me on the head with a sword and i died oh so so close Boop. yeah <laughs> he, he booped me <laughs> into the ground okay how much post-game stuff is there i mean as much as you want Really? Yeah, because you can. I mean, you can just go just into like new game unlimited plus. bosses. Oh, I mean, I mean, not new game plus. So I mean, like basically, what I've done is new game plus this one area. That's right. You told me you right. could do that, and I've done it twice, so I'm on my third time, and I'm just gonna keep doing that. But now, wait, go ahead. Well, I, the, I'm not gonna keep doing it until I beat him the third time, and mm-hmm. then you new game plus it just on this one area, and then beat him a fourth time. Because so. we were speaking off the show um, about the achievements and the one where you have to win like the 500 duels. Yeah. Or yeah we, well, you can get... I found out that instead of having to do four, uh, 500 
duels, which would be impossible to win for me. Um, you can just go into the third New Game Plus and buy that miracle from this one dude in a castle. But do you? Ha- I guess you have to New Game Plus plus yeah, all the areas. You would have to do the. That's right. You'd have to do all the areas because he won't talk to you if other okay. parts of the game haven't been right. So. And when you New Game Plus, do you go back down to level one or no? Do you, still you have keep your- everything, every stat, every item. So you're just starting over. Uh, in god mode what you're doing is you're bringing people back to the areas that you've already cleared but they're stronger okay they deal more damage and you but you're also stronger yeah i'm stronger than i was when i started the game but they're still formidable okay so gotcha they take more hits and they deal more damage so interesting yeah so you can you can new game plus the entire game or you can just new game plus individual areas and i've only done that to one area twice Okay. And then eventually maybe I'll do the whole game. Is that how you're going to chip through it? Like one area at a time? No, no, no. That's not ideally not the way to do it. You want to do the whole new game plus. Just start over. If you want to keep playing. (laughs) If you really want to subject yourself to that much mental anguish. Gotcha. So... Have you been putting any mental, going through any mental anguish on anything else this week? Yeah, I actually started uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, whatever it's called today <laughs> on PS4. Ground Zero. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I am not a stealthy kind of video game player. I'm not good at stealth, even though I've played lots of Metal Gear in the past. So, I, and this game's so short, it's probably only a couple hours long. But I keep Vaughn was watching me play that earlier too. Yeah. And I just kept getting caught, kept getting, shooting people and getting shot at and just dying and It dying. just seems like it was really hard to stay out of sight, though. Yeah, I did start shooting out lights in this one little prison area, and that helped. But then they could still hear me firing my gun, so that didn't really help that much. And then I got this this person out of a jail cell and, and had them on my back and started running away, and I got shot. Mm-hmm. So. Took a break from that too. Yeah, we couldn't ha- find any exits in that area. Yeah, there was there were no exits. Kind of frustrating. How is Kiefer Sutherland? Um, you know, he just sounds like Kiefer Sutherland. Doesn't really sound like Snake. Just sounds like is Kiefer there, Sutherland. Is there an in-game reason why they switched? Because in Arkham Origins, Kevin Conroy, you know, wasn't doing Batman because he was supposed to be younger and grittier, but we really know he wasn't doing Batman because he was doing Batman for Arkham Knight. He right. couldn't do Batman for both games. Is there a reason? I think they just wanted a big name to put really? on a box or something. So get rid of the guy you've been with for years? To yeah, but people don't know. I mean, it's a, again, we, we talked about this kind of stuff sure. on the last show, you know, with indie games. It's, just it's really us that are into it. Um it's really just us that that love David Hayter. Right. And and maybe even some of us don't. I do. But on the boxes they say like Kiefer Sutherland is snake. So the box is actually just a big black text of it just says Kiefer Sutherland on it. You can't even tell what game it is. Um, no, it doesn't really say his name anywhere. In the credits it does. In the okay. opening credits. Um, they do a pretty good long introduction I'm, you're not even holding the controller for the first 10 minutes you're just kind of watching <laughs> but it's cool it's beautiful that right. game after playing a game looks so terrible so bad like dark souls and going into something like infamous second son or going into metal gear you really do appreciate uh that solid 60 frames per second <laughs> i know in the past you say adam that you're not really privy to, to seeing that somehow your eyes are broken or something so i've gotten to where sometimes i can see when things are like slowing down or like stuttering or dropping frames but if you just play this and you're like this is running at 30 or 60 uh. <laughs> if you got got me two tvs next to each other and said this game's running at whatever and this game's running at whatever i could probably see it yeah but i still don't want that glass shattered yet well metal gear looks great and so. especially at night 
when it's just like an infamous when it's night and raining everything mm-hmm. looks really good so every game just, should have a night and raining <laughs> option i wonder if that should be just because that hasn't really been a thing in the past because they couldn't do it or so it's well, new or if that's just when it what are you talking about? Frame like the night, or? like the night, yeah, just the night rainy part where you can see like oh. the the raindrops reflect. I mean, dropping yeah, off because... the ground and the signs and the lights reflecting off the the puddles of water. I and... mean, some developers on PS2 did awesome. I mean, Konami, you know, with Metal Gear uh, Solid Two, mm-hmm. that had night and rain and it looked awesome then too. But um, I think with rain effects on older games, sometimes it's just kind of matted over the screen to where it's just, it looks like it's raining everywhere. It's not really affecting the environment. Right. But on these new consoles and on PC, they've been doing it for years, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you get the little droplets and it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. <laughs> more of that. Less Dark Souls graphics, more Metal Gear graphics. So I'm sure by this time next week you'll have Ground Zeroes done since it's so uh, short from what sh- I hear. In the next 30 minutes I should be finished with that game, I think. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Maybe I won't die. Maybe. Yeah. Was that it for you this week? Oh. I was just going to say, speaking of rain effects, um, that I noticed during Infamous, whenever Steven was like moving the camera around, and he would move it to where, yeah, it was... Yeah, that is really like, cool. Well, like, you know, whenever the camera, whenever it's just like, you know, straight ahead, you can tell it's raining. But whenever you tilt the camera to where you're looking up a little bit, the droplets actually hit the screen. Oh, so the, I yeah. try it's that. It's really cool. That's cool. Well, there's little subtleties. It's really little cool. things, yeah. And yeah, I have been playing more Infamous, and I just got my neon powers. Nice. So that's fun. You know, when you're running with neon, it doesn't feel very You don't feel like you're going very fast. Maybe they fix that later. Maybe they don't. It just kind of feels like I'm just going no matter what. I mean, you're going faster than he normally right. half-assed oh, yeah. runs. Because he doesn't normally run fast anyway at all. But they they said in the game that it's like light speed, but oh, I don't know yeah, what no. light they're talking about. Neon light. Yeah, <laughs> lightweight speed, maybe. Maybe yeah. neon light speed isn't very fast. Yeah, it's true. When you turn on a neon bulb, you can kind of see the light chase the, you know... <laughs> The, the form of the, the letters. You ever notice that when you turn on? Uh, I guess you guys don't have neon light bulbs a lot. Well, fine. Never mind. Did you... Because you'd mentioned you, um, at least to me, you were having... Not trouble, but it was getting kind of frustrating. And I hit that pop with yeah. Infamous where you kept dying. Did you turn it down I turned easy? it down to easy just because I, I, I'm not looking for a challenge in an Infamous yeah. game. I just want to kind of get through it. And some of those points later in the game where the guys start wearing armor. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just and like the first two games. Yeah, it is. I mean, and th- that got, to me, really frustrating. So I-, I totally don't blame you for dropping that down just to look at it and get through it. Did you do any of the uh, the coal missions? No, coal no, I haven't touched that at all. The only cool thing with that is when you get Cole's jacket, it's really shiny. Oh, so again, good. more lighting effects that are really cool because the neon lights reflect off the jacket. And the re- when it gets wet, it looks cool. Anyway. Maybe I'll <laughs> check that out. The five fake missions that aren't real and kind of are a waste of time. Paper trail? I still haven't done that yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Renee. Hey. What you been playing? Uh, it's I been a while. I feel kind of bad. I know. I really haven't been playing a lot of video games. You've been I've, watching me play a lot. Yeah, I've been watching Stephen play Dark Demon Man, <laughs> um, which is what I like to call it. Uh, no, I mean, I still haven't beaten Final Fantasy X. That's right, I still haven't played much of Final Fantasy X since we last spoke, so I'm okay. at the very end, and I always do this with games. I get to the very end, and then I just don't beat them, so I'm scared it's going to happen. But it's only been like a week since I've picked it up, so I might try and pick it up tonight or Did tomorrow. you ever beat ten? Oh, yes. Okay, so I'm just making sure that didn't fall prey to that, and now it's falling prey to it again. Yeah. No, I've, I've beaten ten several times, so... um. 
But I know I said that I was going to beat that game, um, I guess, was that January with our challenge? Yeah, you still have a while to go. It's yeah, okay. that's true. Um, I'm still kicking myself for picking Demon's Souls for that. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> good luck with that, buddy. Um, I did start playing Rune Factory on 3DS, uh, and it's really cute. I know we already kind of talked about it, or at least John Michael did since he started playing it. That's okay. We, um, your take is always good. Yeah, I mean, it's cute. It feels just like all the other Rune Factories. I don't really have anything else to add to what he said, honestly, because, I mean, it's just it's very basic. I'm already I'm only on, like, the fourth or fifth day going through it. Um and it's I've already like completed like one major like plot point. I did it on the second day, so it's really easy so far. But you know, we'll see. I hope the difficulty uh, goes up a little bit at least. Gotcha. You know, just more things to do. There's not a lot <laughs> to do in it right now. I remember and him talking about like trying to mate fruits or vegetables or something. That's yeah, all. you can. Or make... like fighting watermelons or pumpkins. Maybe I'm just making Ooh. all this up. I don't really I don't know. Much. I need to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> See what he said. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm really not that far into it. One thing that Rune Factory games do that like Harvest Moon games don't really do all the time is they add like these little voices or like people talking to you. So like I do like the fact that whenever I pass by a character, like I don't have to like talk to them and I already hear them on the speaker say hello or Hey, how's it going? That's like, pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's really cute. Just a cute little add-in because whenever you talk to them, they sure do say that in the text. Hello. But <laughs> whenever they are going through the text, they, I guess, like, will pick out a random phrase, you know, out of, like, I don't know, like 20 recorded little phrases that they gave the voice actor to record. That's like, hello, welcome, or okay, or thanks a lot. And it's just like, so... Whenever, you know, you give someone something, they'll say, thanks a lot. Or later you'll be talking to them about something and they'll be like, thanks a lot for saving us from the monster. So you get to hear the same little voices over and over. And I did notice that they got randomly a couple like uh, popular voice actors. So it's really interesting. They got Vic Minonga, actually, or however you say his name. <laughs> but he voices like three people in there. But it's really obvious because his voice is the same for everything. So it's what, only just what's like, he done in the past? Some uh, well, he, I mean, he's Edward and Pulpenoff. That's, that's the what big everybody one, yeah. knows him as. Yeah. And he's also like in Soul Eater and I don't know um, Jurassic Park. That no demon something Kini demon souls something Kinichi or something I don't know but uh, he's done a lot of voices but his voice is the same for everything does he always sound like the full metal like that yeah. Yeah. kind of yelling high pitched oh yeah he's also not Oren High which he's bad bad and you know just listen to that in Japanese it's bad so <laughs> yeah he, he basically has the same voice he's good for Edward Elric but anybody else it's like no <laughs> Too obvious that it's you, dude. Not like Laura Bailey. Oh yeah, she's like good a at everything. Voice chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hear so more much. about this on our weekly voice actor podcast that we do. <laughs> it has to do with video games. No, yeah, I'm Laura Bailey is in Infamous. And probably she was Resident Evil, Street Fighter, Street Fighter. She is but the Street Fighter. Sonic the Hedgehog. She's Sonic as well. What? She no, got the job she, from Julia White. She's Blaze the Cat. Oh, Blaze the Cat. Okay. What, wait, wait, wait. What just the made that up. Blaze That's not even cat. real. Sonic Rush. If you played the DS, I know the per she's big purple. purple cat. She's purple. Yeah. Yeah. She's, that's that's her. 
Wait, no. If, if you played Sonic Rush That's on big. the DS, like you'll you'll know where she's from. Just um, go to. She's also in Sonic 06, but nobody talks about that game. <laughs> <laughs> Just deviant art her, and you'll be amazed um. at what people do. <laughs> she's so beautiful. Oh God. I don't even want to. Also, resay. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's, that's right. Catherine that with the C. Yeah. Okay. Her too. That's the worst Catherine. No, it's the best Catherine. That's what they <laughs> give <laughs> Catherine, Catherine with the C is the best one. That's right. Yeah. Tim really likes K. Catherine there. I'm, oh I'm, my God. I'm, I'm, Get I'm, out of here. i the group now. I'm sorry. But I prefer Catherine with a K. That's just my. It's okay. She's a mature thing. beauty. I'm attracted to responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. Is that it for you, Renee? Yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Nothing too fun. No more Baldur's Gate adventures. No. Oh <laughs> it's been a while. God, don't even talk about Baldur's Gate. <laughs> uh, yeah, another game that I just started playing and I was really into, and then it's oh, puzzles and dragons. Going, yeah, puzzle, oh no, my poor little buddies, my little dragons. <laughs> they probably died. My because vampire you didn't lord. Ah, uh, he's probably dead. Yeah. No, actually, oh, well. that would be interesting. Like, if they added a feature where you had to like feed them and like pet them on the head or something, because I think I would probably have lasted even longer with that game <laughs> if they had a little feature like that. Use the touch screen. <laughs> Vaughn. Yes. I inspired you to play something great this week. Is this not true? Yep. So, um, Octodad: Dadliest Catch came to PS4 two this days week. ago. Yep. And I did a little bit of streaming, and Vaughn chimed in on that stream, and I guess that inspired you to buy it. Yeah. After watching well, you get really frustrated with that game well, towards the end, because that game gets really hard. I was gonna buy it anyway, just because, like, I just love that game. It's, mm-hmm. it's too. It's just too funny. So, it's how really far did you get when I you beat played? It. You beat it? Yeah. It's actually a really short game. How much for? Okay, because I beat the aquarium on stream. How much more after that? Let's see. You're at the. You're just right after the aquarium, right? Yeah. Okay, you have about three scenes left. Okay, yeah, I figured it wasn't very long. But yeah, that game, because I, you know, I messed around a little bit when it came out on PC a couple months ago, but I was really wanting you know, the PS4 version. And that game can get really frustrating it with can. all its nonsensical mini games that you have mm-hmm. to do in the aquarium and fighting with the controls. And it's kind of like with the email last week about patching Goat Simulator because the controls are broken. And- <laughs> Yeah, it, it, Octodad, that's part of the game, is fighting with the controls. In my opinion, you're past the worst part of it. Like really? Getting through that stupid opti- uh, uh, what's it called? The Ob- ar- obstacle course oh, in, the, in the aquarium. That was the worst. And like half of those arcade games Yeah. with you know with the mom. The rest of it's bad. not as bad, in my opinion, but the dialogue is still just as hilarious. Yeah. I didn't realize there are so many puns. There are a ton of puns. In that game. Like, your wife asks if he has any ink left in the typewriter. She's like, yeah, I think we still have some. And then... Milk <laughs> you see, he's an octopus. Milk he's not a man. In what are you case, talking about? He's a, a normal fellow. In case anyone fellow. didn't know what we were talking about. He is a loving father. That's he's right. Like, if you missed the last Octodad talk, it's an octopus in a blue suit trying to disguise himself as a human. But he only <laughs> talks in blubs. <laughs> <laughs> And only the chef and now marine biologists know that he's an octopus. <laughs> and the controls... The jig is up. You, you, move, you pull the triggers to move each leg, and the right stick controls... His, both sticks control his arm. Yeah. And 
There's R1 always random grabs th- things. Yeah, an R one grabs things. Did you know you can play the game with a move controller? Yeah, that would be interesting. Don't you have all that? No, I thought you did. The move is the one thing I did not really, I guess, invest in. Oh. I don't know. You have two connects. Yeah, <laughs> no move controller. No move controller. Too bad you can't hold the connect cameras and like smash them together <laughs> to make it work. The only reason I still controller. keep my 360 connect up is if I ever have the Hank Green want to play Dance Central again, which right. is probably yeah. not going to happen. Where but the hell is Dance Central Xbox One? It's called Fantasia. Yeah, but seriously though, I'm sure it'll come out after Fantasia. Yeah, I mean, Harmonix is not a big studio; they are independent now, and they are working on Chroma and Record Run. Right, available today in Australia, Record Run. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure Dance Central Four will show up in the winter of 2015. 2015, Year of the Dance. Um, so yeah, Octodad's funny and weird and frustrating and crazy, and apparently it was like right on the front of the PlayStation Store, so indie games yep. getting center stage. So you should play that if you like weird, interesting, funny thing, and maybe I'll stream the back half of that game. You should, you okay. really should, because like, I think our viewers from last time need to see the end of the, the ending. game, because right. it's just great. Maybe, yes. I don't think I can stream when I'm out of town, I doubt the hotel's internet is that good, so it might have to be either this Saturday or next Saturday. But um, besides beating Octodad, have you been playing anything? Playing anything else this week? Uh, I still meet with the guys at the Cove every Monday, and I just uh play fighting games. Still, I'm still practicing up on it. It's mostly melee these days, cause you're a big the, Smash fan. All the all the hype from Evo last year kind of like got me back into it. Yeah. So you gonna go to Evo this year? No, I don't. No, have the money wrong for answer. It. But I will go to uh, CEO, which is the other really big major tournament okay. it's like two weeks before evo it's in orlando nice who is your uh go-to smash like your main my my main uh-huh. zelda okay princess zelda of not chic <laughs> not chic yeah the melee world needs more zelda reps other than cosmo so how do you feel about the news in the direct from last or a couple of weeks ago that um, transformable characters are now their own characters? So you don't have to worry about transforming to Sheik anymore with Zelda. I think it's really cool, but her problem lies in her moveset, not in the fact that she transforms. Who, so, Zelda or Sheik? Uh, Zelda. Oh, okay. Sheik has no problems. Sheik is fine. <laughs> so. Wait, so, if, mm-hmm. so you're saying Zelda's moveset is bad, but you still use her? Yes, I do. <laughs> there like we go. Like me with Kakashi. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I don't use her in Brawl. Well, that's because Brawl kind of sucks. <laughs> You're not shots pr- fired. You're not <laughs> playing Project <laughs> Now. <laughs> Let him know, Vaughn. Let him know. But my melee main is Zelda. Okay. So. That's cool. But um, I guess the only other thing I've been playing is uh, Peggle 2 released some DLC this week. And me liking Peggle so much. It's, it's just a new character. It's only two bucks, which actually isn't bad. They could have easily charged more, I guess. But considering there's only five masters in the main game, and one of them was Bjorn, it was nice to have a fresh set of powers. And um, it's a little pixie bird. It was a bird, Ooh. and now it has like butterfly wings, and it's a pixie. And uh, her Peggle power, her master power, is she turns four blue pegs into purple pegs. Four purple pegs are like bonus points. So you can get some serious scores. So I just beat her 10 levels, and I'm working on her challenge stages, which are actually kind of tough, getting pretty difficult. So, I don't know. I still really love Peggle 2. It's still really fun. The music's great. 
and I'm working on trying to 100% that game actually. Just some of those optional challenges in each level can get really difficult, especially towards the end. Um, some of the masters I've gotten all 30, but some of them I have not, and the celestial levels are kind of a bitch and a half. Those are like the master levels at the end. But yeah, for two bucks for a new character, that they could easily have charged like four or five, but they only charge one dollar ninety nine. So that's not bad. Does that game have a mode where you can like make your own levels? No, that'd be probably be pretty cool. Yeah, they should do that. Download know. people's levels. Because I've always wondered how they came up with like these designs. Like, I guess you have to go through and be like, okay, well this is too easy, or this is like way too difficult, or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because you set the base structure and then. Every time, the orange and blue and green and purple pegs are different. Well, the purple peg changes every yeah. turn. Every but. turn. So that's cool. I also um, I started playing FTL on the iPad. I was going through the tutorial and got interrupted from that earlier today. But yeah. um, a little, I never played that on PC, so I can't really talk from that experience. But playing on the iPad feels like that's how that game was meant yeah, to be played. Yeah, definitely. Like the way the screen's set up with all your indicators in the top and bottom you know, left corners and the way you send your dudes out when things go happen. And it, that, if you're running like the enterprise and you're sitting in, you know, Kirk's chair, that's how I would see fixing problems as the captain of that ship. I still need to download that. I really want to play that on iPad. I'm like, you have never played it on PC, right? It seems like iPad would be the perfect way to play it. Mm -hmm. The game is hard. Really? <laughs> have you played it? I have played it before. Never okay. beat it. I've, I've heard that a lot. Oh, that it's hard. That that final boss is pretty difficult. Are you playing on easy or normal or? I'm playing on normal. Okay. But uh, my friend uh, Mike has also been playing it. Apparently, he's been playing on like the super hardest mode ever. <laughs> he can't even beat it. He's been playing it a lot. So. I can imagine that game can get pretty frantic. But like, I think being again on touchscreen will help. You can easily. I want this instead of moving your mouse over. So I don't know. I hope to play more of that. So that's it. Uh, let's take a quick break. On the other side, we'll have news. Got an emails and new releases for next week. So stick around. Gameware Express. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Steven, I know you're excited <laughs> for news. Oh, boy. Why don't you fill us in on what's going on? There's actually been a few things hap happening recently. A more, few? A few things, more, yeah. More than a few, probably. Some game announcements, some sales numbers. Yeah. So many exciting things. <laughs> Let me ask you, do you guys hate money? Do you hate having it? No! no. Well, do you love Skylanders? Because those, <laughs> those things balance off. So if you do not like your money... And you do like Skylanders, you can trade your money for, for more Skylanders because they've <laughs> announced another game. It's it's the fifth, fourth, fourth. fourth I'm jumping one. the gun. It's the fourth <laughs> Skylanders game. It's called Trap Team Money, is what I wrote down. <laughs> um, and you can buy it for everything, That's and right. you get like a hundred new Skylanders toys. Sixty. Okay, and Jeez. you know, Toys for Bob is back behind the helm for this yes, one. Yes, the the A team is back. And not only can you buy new Skylanders figures, but the gimmick in this game is you can trap 
the villains okay. and then make them good. So it's like a Shin Megami Tensei. Exactly. That's perfect. But instead of like, you know, talking to the demons, getting them on your team, you have to buy this like key thing. I'll have to spend money. On a, in a new portal. Well, the, it, it, should, it should come with a portal, it right? Probably it does. comes with a portal. It so I don't have to go buy it. But you put that. like little crystal key thing and it lights in the up. Portal, and it lights up and you trap the villain and then he's on your team. Sweet. So not only do you get to buy 60 new Skylander toys, you also get to buy... How many of those keys do keys. I have to buy? Uh, how many villains 100 do you key. All of them. <laughs> when, when in the, tr- in the like, five-minute trailer with the ter- the kids who overact, he like opens up this little like box, and it had like, 20 keys lined up. Oh, all God. different. Jeez. And the big black one captures like the main villain. I think it's called Chaos. Oh, Lord. So you have to have all those keys. To- I assume so. If you want everything, you need all those keys. That trailer was great because like they sneak into like their uncle's like study, and they find the portal of power all lit up <laughs> under, a, under a cloth, <laughs> and then it starts projecting... And they're talking to the kids, and in the bottom is the disclaimer. It's like the portal of power cannot, you know, display, and yeah. Skylander figures will not talk to you, and all this stuff. And it's like all this stuff <laughs> People is not actually real. Ex- expect that to happen. Hey, little kids, want my Skylanders? They sort of do talk, don't they? Not to you. No, they don't call you by name. No, they don't. And project on the wall. You should be able to pay five dollars and then download <laughs> your name into the game. Hi, Billy. <laughs> You love Skylanders. Thank you for loving us. So yeah, that's coming out. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, we last week we said they're going to yeah. be announcing it soon. And they, they announced the announcement, and now it's been announced. This series just seems to just print money, like for yep. every game. From what I hear, yeah. the last game was pretty good. It's like a, and there's even a difficulty option if you're an adult, you can turn it up and make it harder. So, so no, it's not just for eight year olds. If you're an adult, yeah. <laughs> I bet Tristan plays on hard mode. He probably does. Yeah, our our, our nephew. nephew is our genius nephew. Really, he plays Diablo three. He's played it on the hardest like difficulty. Isn't that game rated for mature? Yeah, but he's pretty mature for his age. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Nick plays Skylanders. <laughs> I wonder has the Skylanders game ever had a season pass? What would you season pass? You I don't know. Play. Like Are they gonna something? mail you a new Skylander every week? Maybe that's a good idea. Mail order season pass. Mail order. Nintendo's going to have a season pass. Mm-hmm. First time ever, right? That's right. For Mario Golf. Right. That comes out like next week. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What do I get in the season pass? You get 100, 100 new golf courses. <laughs> no, you get 100, 100, 100, 100, 100 holes. Which translates to six new courses. That's like, to me, a, go- a hole is a golf course. There's like 18 <laughs> golf courses whenever I go to the, the golf course. You also get three more playable characters. And if you buy the season pass, you get gold Mario. Oh boy! What does Gold Mario do? He's gold. Probably his different okay. music. <laughs> it's a uh, Nabbit and Rosalina, and I'm blanking on the third character. I'm not too surprised by Rosalina. She's everywhere now. Yeah, she's in she's in Smash now. She's, she's in, in Smash Kart. Mario Kart. Mario Golf now apparently. Yeah, she's really popular. That season pass is only gonna be fifteen bucks. Yeah, and each uh pack is going to be six so you say three dollars it's best value to right pretty much but i mean to be fair the game is only 30 bucks yeah so adding a 15 dollar season pass for 45 dollars for a handheld game at this point i mean it's you really love golf normal i guess yeah i really love golf who doesn't love golf well i mean 15 dollars for toadette 106 coals 108 108 that's pretty good yeah so that's fine. One will be out 
day one DLC that everybody hates. Right. And then one in May. Well, no, it is May. Later in May, and then one in June. So mm-hmm. you can buy them separately or buy them all together. Well, this isn't the first time Nintendo's done DLC. And no, not at all. Good. No. Yeah. And to me, season passes aren't necessarily evil if the content's there. When has the content ever been there? For you, personally. You bought a few over the years. Yeah. Like Gears of War, Saints Row, mm-hmm. a few of those. And it's never been Not yet. Well, give Nintendo a chance. Maybe they'll... Let's say. I'm surprised they haven't announced one of these from Mario Kart. But I guess well, maybe they're just testing the waters here. Yeah, I mean, Mario Kart's still um, you know, a month away. It's probably easier to make... I don't know. Easier to make golf courses than make... Mario Kart track? Uh, there's less assets if it's a 3DS game. Of course, that's it's true. Easier yeah, I would imagine yes. Well, I don't know if fifteen dollars is a is a good value for you for just some golf courses, but fifty dollars for one year of PlayStation Plus, maybe is that a good value? Because <laughs> they just announced the new lineup for next month. You know, we are always excited to to see the lineup of games for PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus. And this month's pretty enticing. Yeah, next month. Yeah. Or- I guess headlining the uh, the month would be Puppeteer for PlayStation Three. You can finally play that game. And we don't. We both own it. I know. I do. I don't. Own you don't. It. I never See, I, it. I, I own it and I haven't opened it yet. I guess I won't because I can play it for free. Yeah, I can just play it for free. Just download it. Also, Pro Evolution Soccer 2014. That's the Konami. good one, right? Well, I, you know, it used to be the good one, but mm-hmm. FIFA has been great the past couple of years, and you know, Pro Evo has gotten better. Right. But I guess back in the PS2 era, Pro Evo was the so you're Dominant. telling me EA actually improved their sports game and didn't just buy the FIFA license? I didn't say that. Maybe just Pro Evo fell off the side of the cliff <laughs> uh, in the HD era. Um, one that I'm really excited about is, is Skullgirls. Yeah. That's coming to PlayStation Plus. I played that um, demo but never got to play the real. You know, that's great for people that have never played it but wanted to play it. But it's even <laughs> better for people that already own the game because your community is going to get a lot larger. This is true, and not, I don't know what I'm sure the Skullgirls community is 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 I guess good enough right now. <laughs> it's I mean, decent the, enough. You can probably get a match if you want to go online, but once that becomes a free download, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of more people looking for matches. I know a few people who would actually like to get up on that because like the Louisiana Skullgirls scene is kind of like dead at the moment. Yeah, we got like one guy. We got Mike <laughs> running the show. <laughs> not even he doesn't play it anymore. Are you kidding me? Because yeah. at the tournament last year at Evo, didn't he place like in top eight? Uh, not last year, but the year before, he got Man, fourth that place. Yeah, That's pretty got, good. He got fourth place. So, but he's not even playing it anymore right now. So. Well, there is some free content that's available in the vanilla release of Skullgirls right now, and if you download it, because it won't be free by the time it comes out on Plus. But if you download the free content now, you'll be able to use it in the Plus oh, okay. version. So hmm. that's my little tip to you. There's one character that's downloadable right now. I don't know the name of the character. Vaughn's kind of looking I at me with think, this. I think I know. Who, or at least I was told who it was, but I don't remember the name. I don't know who it is, but it's, <laughs> it's free. Also, Limbo coming uh, to Vita. I just bought that on You Vita. just bought it. Don't you know not to buy things on PlayStation? Because <laughs> it's just... It, okay, it was set up being 12 It was only like $9. Well, now it it's going to be $0. Yeah, you should have just waited. It was a plus deal. Plus, that, that game is like... <laughs> it's like 10 years old. It was on 360 when I was a kid. Oh, Back wait. in the 90s. I didn't just buy Limbo. I just bought Fez. Oh, this, I, I have owned yeah, Limbo, though, up. on my PS3. So I've never owned done. Limbo. I've only watched friends play it. I think I have it because of a Humble Bundle deal on my PC. But I was like, ah, Vita on the go. Darker Darks with the yeah. OLED screen. That sounds way better. Oh, well. Also coming to Vita is some game called Surge Deluxe, which I honestly don't know anything about. Me either. I'm I sure it's fun. It. 
it's like a puzzle game, mm-hmm. and it looks like it has colors, and that's a good thing. So check it out; it'll be free. <laughs> and then on PS4, a brand new game, uh, continuing the trend of a of a PS Plus game on PS4 being the day the game launches, and it's free. Uh, stick it to the man. Yeah. So stick it to him. It looks, uh, I don't know, like a point-and-click adventure game with platforming elements. I've heard good things about it from yeah. around we were, the industry. We talked about it a little before the show. I'm just not into the art style. It just looks like all that crap that they have on Cartoon Network these days that I guess kids like, and I don't yeah. understand it. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't <laughs> get that. So, yeah, it's it's always fun to, to look forward to the lineup for Plus. I'm sure next week we'll get the games with gold lineup so if you want to guess um which 2007 release will be no they've been doing better with games games with gold yeah what hitman was this month hitman they had um a few months ago they had sleeping dogs did they yeah back in december yeah you already it was on ps plus too like a year ago so (laughs) but hey competition makes for services makes services better that's right I don't think Games with Gold would exist if Plus wasn't as popular as it, it has become. Probably so. wouldn't. Did you know that they've released over 260 free games on Plus since the service launched in 2010? Wow. It's so pretty impressive. That's $200. Yeah. Unless you got it on sale or for free. If you went to E3, you probably got like a year for free <laughs> or two years or three years. And that's a lot of games. Yeah. Best value. I've played them all, of course, <laughs> beaten them all. Um, another game that I played but didn't beat is Theater Rhythm, and it, maybe it's a good thing I didn't beat it because Curtain Call is coming to America officially. Is that a sequel or is that just like a? It's all the DLC. It's best value, Adam, because those so songs like the, are expensive. The game of the Year edition, basically. I don't think anyone said that game was the remastered. The it is remastered edition. I'll probably double dip on that because um, a lot of the songs that were included on DLC are phenomenal, mm-hmm. but I didn't buy any. Like I didn't buy a single song for right. that game. So, I think that's on iOS as well. Hmm. But that I, would make sense. On iOS, it's just you buy, you get the game for free, and then you just buy every song. Oh, there's some, there's some songs, the songs included, but not nearly as many as were on the handheld version right. or the DS version. What's the price going to be for it? I, you know, I, I'm guessing thirty nine ninety nine. It could be less, but I doubt it. Okay. I haven't seen the official price. So it'll be like uh, Injustice Ultimate Edition, like come as like a Normal price game, but like come with all the DLC. Right, exactly. So, and I don't even think we got a release date, just that it is coming out. Mm-hmm. So, we also don't have a release date on Just Cause 3, but we know it's a game mm-hmm. because Square Enix just bought the domain. Have they not already owned that? That's a good question. I think the domain that they bought is Just Cause 3 thegamecom oh. So, it's one of those things. <laughs> I don't know. Because, isn't that team. Are they working on Mad Max right now? Is that that team? No, it couldn't be. Maybe it is them. Yeah. It's fun to fact check on a podcast. <laughs> so Mad Max is going to be coming out on just about everything later this year, around September. And I, just, I don't know. That game, why do you make an open world? Avalanche Studios? Yeah, that's that's them. Yep. Unless there's another Just Avalanche. Cause, Just Cause 2. I just don't see the cachet for Mad Max in 2014. Just Cause, I can see it because the franchise has become more popular over time. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Because I remember when they announced Mad Max last year, and they're expecting that was like, like a two big return. Years ago. Yeah, that it was a while ago. And it was just like, oh, People I thought it was another Borderlands game. Yeah, maybe I'm relieved it's not. 
So. I wonder if uh, Just Cause 3 will have multiplayer, because I know they patched that into Just Cause 2 PC, and that was nonsense. That was patched in, but was that officially patched no. in? That was just kind of a third party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that I'm is asking crazy. if, if like, the official will just have... I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, if this is going to be a next-gen game, it's going to be pushing graphics, and that would be very difficult to make a multiplayer experience. And like the draw distance from what I've seen in Just Cause 2 and, and how big the world is, is pretty impressive for a last-gen game, so that'd be pretty exciting to see on, that, on that, current gen. That game is always, that franchise has always been around, uh, or about doing weird, stupid things, and just kind of experimenting with the environment, mm-hmm. blowing things up. So I've never finished a Just Cause game, but I've played the demos a lot. Cause I've never played a Just Cause game. I've just seen yeah. other people play Just Cause games. I loved in the Just Cause 1 in the demo, you can jump out of an airplane right at the beginning, and then you you plummet towards the ground. You're supposed to throw your parachute, but I never do. Right until like the last second, <laughs> and then it's just it's like you it's like your parachute was always out there. The, Can't you like dive towards the ground and just like grapple hook at the ground? That's the second one. Yeah, okay. the second. yeah, they added that grappling hook gun. No, but if you grapple hooked right when you're about to die, you just like oh. grapple hook the ground and didn't die. I don't know. I've tried that. Physics says no to that, but the game says yes. Oh, I need to play more of it. I think Just Cause 2 was a PS Plus game a while ago. I think I downloaded it on my PS3. It's just kind of sitting there. So some other things that have just been sitting there are GameStops that have not had customers, I guess. Because (laughs) uh, it looks like we've won the battle. GameStop is closing 120 stores, right? That's funny. Out of 6,500. That's like a drop in the bucket. Some Some malls have two. Well, not anymore. Right, not anymore. So instead, they're going to focus more on the mobile front. And they're going to open about 200 stores that really kind of focus on Apple or maybe Android That's selling mobile things. Phone Stop? Phone Stop. No, I think it's called uh, Spring, Mind Spring. No, is that something? Something. Spring. I guess. Phone Spring. I mean, a few years ago, Best Buy started opening. Yeah, Best Buy Mobile. Their, yeah, they expanded their mobile department in stores and started opening strictly Best Buy Mobile stores. That's where the money's at. Yeah, contracts, man. Contracts, That's what it's yeah. all about. So you can finally support GameStop with your contract purchases. Um, but like you say, it's not going to be everywhere. you order the new iPhone 6, bro? Why, yes, I do. The best one. Will you give me a dollar for down. my iPhone 5? We're going to have, like, phone-exclusive content ex- oh, only at GameStop mobile. Pre-order your iPhone from this place, and you get, like, a piece of crap. <laughs> so. Whatever happened to GameStop Kids, is that still a thing? That or? was an experiment. That ran for two years, I think, and that's kind of fizzled out. So oh, yeah, we had one of those. We had one of those in our mall, and it was, I don't know. It was Buy like, your Angry Birds lunchbox. Yeah, they had yeah. cool <laughs> toys for kids. <laughs> I and thought it was cute. Yeah, it's a good idea, but then they had like, Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, but I guess oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to buy, kids are going to play that. We're gonna do. But or they it, threw a bin of just like their pre-owned games in there. Yeah. You know. Oh, you <laughs> grab three of those while you're here. Get, get that Madden 07, because <laughs> kids love Madden. Or it's only a dollar. Mm. Best value. That is best value. Tell you what's not one dollar; it's twenty dollars. But Minecraft is uh, going to be on PS4 and Vita by September. Vita, okay. Yeah, and it's coming out on PS3 in two weeks, physically okay. on a disc because it's already okay. on PS3. Right. So um, that game is going to be on everything. I bought a box of cereal and poured it into a bowl, <laughs> and it started playing Minecraft. <laughs> so, do is the Vita version going to be? The console version or like the iPad? That's is there a good a question. The console version, I think iPad they're version? different. Yeah, the mobile like versions. Pockets. Yeah, the mobile versions are not as featured as the. Right. So I wonder if the Vita version, which one that will be? I don't know. It, it makes sense to to make it identical to the PS4 version because then you could have your crossplay, cross-play. action going on. So. Or I could play on my PS4 
You could play on your Vita. We could play together. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, I don't know if this has multiplayer. Maybe you can help me out. But Dragon Age Inquisition. No idea. Got a release date. <laughs> we don't know if it's going to be multiplayer. Uh, coming out October 7th, mm -hmm. which is exciting. That'll probably be one of the first major titles for the fall. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, that September is going to have its games. Um, well, you know, I stand corrected because Destiny's coming out in September. Mm -hmm. so, the ninth. so that's probably the first one. Yeah, that's that's going to be huge. Unless you count the yearly Madden release at the end of August. is like Sure, yeah. why not? I'm not <laughs> going to discount it. So To break the summer drought, you can always count on Madden. Well, uh, one thing that's hitting retail sooner than October 7th is the Mario Kart Wii bundle in the UK. Yeah. That was announced this week. Mm -hmm. It's coming with... You can well. There's two different bundles. I'm I, confused already. I don't want one. <laughs> so you, you've confused me. The one I linked was because I was just making a joke about the year of Luigi is not over. It's coming back for its revenge. Is because it comes with the um, the Luigi motion control, the the um, with motion plus it's green remote, and a cover for the the Wii U gamepad and a Luigi hat. But there's also a Mario variant, so you don't have to oh, okay. Luigi. So I can it also comes with the Luigi wheel. That's right. Well. I forgot. The wheel also has a giant green L. And it comes with the strategy guide. And a Wii U and Mario Kart 8. Strategy guide. Dang it, Luigi. <laughs> I don't, why do I need a strategy guide for Mario Just go Kart? away, yeah. please. Go faster. That's <laughs> when, your strategy. When the blue shell comes, use the, use the blue shell to win. Basically, the strategy with modern Mario Kart is don't do well. Until the last Do lap. poorly the entire race, and then you will be rewarded <laughs> with all the items at the end, and you can just get first place. Unless you're me, horror Hikari. <laughs> well, if you live in the UK and you want to buy some video games at the store, but you don't want to buy a Wii U, you could buy Goat Simulator because it's hitting retail in the UK. They're going to put it like inside of a box and sell it like it's something real. Bring it to. Isn't that game in early access and still half broken? Sure, but hey, why not? Why not get a box out of it? You could put it on the on your. They can mail shelf. it to me. They could mail it to you, <laughs> well, unless it's from Origin, because they're not going to do that. They're we already talked about that. So, we. I don't know if Goat Simulator is going to hit retail in America. I don't think that would go over well at Walmart, but maybe at um, our store it could sell a few copies. And I'm sure that, that a Mario Kart Wii bundle will come out in America. We just haven't had an announcement yet. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be as uh, feature packed and get my cool Luigi hat. I already have a Luigi hat. I need a Mario hat. Maybe they'll make a Mario bundle. I don't need to buy a bundle. I already have a Wii U. You can buy another one. You can donate it. <laughs> Give it away. Um, and lastly, but certainly not least, we have a character announcement for Persona Arena Ultimax. Aw, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at Renee. Yay. It's Rise. Yeah. She was just the caller in the first game, and now she gets to fight. Yeah. Which is weird because she doesn't fight. In the game, she's nope. just the caller. They're That's making right. a part of the game that in the story mode to where they're going to explain why she decides to fight this time. Okay, which will be really cool because her persona is just a giant yeah. satellite head. Yeah, yeah. So. I've seen some screenshots. She uh, she attacks with musical notes and has a microphone. Of <laughs> so. course she does. She's a pop so idol. Cute. That game has a lot of reading. Yeah, there is a lot of reading, but like to read. it's practically a visual novel, and then and then there's fights. Some yeah, I still need to play the first one. Most people yeah, who play that game only play it for the actual gameplay. So, 
it's to appeal to both casuals and competitors like myself. I Guilty guess. casuals. I'm both. So. Two years ago, when we were at E3, the first thing I did was well, I walked straight to the Atlas booth, and the first game I played was Persona 4 Arena. Mm-hmm. And I got, got my cool gold t-shirt. Cool gold t-shirt. And um, and I actually won my match too. So yeah, good job against someone else who also had never played the game. So <laughs> take that honor to my grave. Um, the I, the last bit of news I'd forgotten about this was that we got some official sales numbers on Xbox sales. Mm-hmm. Um, Microsoft said this year they've sold two million Xbox consoles. I'm quoting air quotes that. Uh, two million X. So between the original Xbox, the Xbox 360, that's where that and the Xbox came from, and the Xbox One. <laughs> overall, two million Xbox systems have been sold. Out of that two million, 1.2 million were Xbox Ones, which would give its total lifetime sales right around 4.2 million. And last week you said between 4.1 and. 4. And 4.3, so yeah. Got that insider information. Eh, you know. <laughs> so yeah, they're trudging along, uh, kind of close to half the pace of PlayStation 4. Which is sold 7. Which million. is sold 7. So uh, they're going to need to pick up, I don't know, market more, <laughs> put some more games out. They need some more ads on ESPN, because they just I'll don't have of those yet. Every time we go to Buffalo Wild Wings and ESPN's playing on 50 different televisions, <laughs> it's like Xbox is coming at me constantly. Um, and I don't. Maybe that's not working. Maybe they should advertise more on uh, the Good Wife. People like to watch that. Um, so put some more games out, but that's hard to, to say, do. Where are where the, are the games. games? But you could say the same thing for PS4. Yeah. Right? Where are the games on that? So um, even Connect Sports, whatever. What's that called? That did just come out. Yeah, but the reviews are not good. It's not selling. It didn't look very good. Yeah. So just like Wii Sports and Wii Fit was not the savior for the Wii U, Connect Sports will not save the Xbox One. Not that that either really needs saving, but you know, they they say this E3, it's all about the games. They have a lot yeah. of exciting things lined up. That surprised me. I thought they were going to say this E3 is all about recipes that we're going to share TV. online and television. It's, <laughs> we're not going to talk about games at all. But they decided to say they're going to talk about games. So. so we'll see if they bring it. Halo and Gears of War and I started Forza. sending out emails to try to get in all those press conferences. I need to get you that information so you can too. Yeah, I've only ever been to one press conference at E3, and it was a Nintendo press conference. There's the easiest to get into. Yeah, and, and I was I just kind of there, and they were like, "Go on in there." Just, they, <laughs> the, the girl literally told me to cheer very loudly, and I was like, "Okay, whatever." And that was the Wii U. Was that the Wii U reveal? No, that was 2011. No. You went in 2012. So, but it was really bad. The press conference was really bad. It was. And at the end, you know, usually you expect that, okay, guys, we've got one more universe to visit, <laughs> or we've got one more thing. But at the end of that press conference, Reggie did say, you know, we wanted to leave you with one more thing, and then it was just fireworks from Nintendo Land. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. And was everyone it, just kind of looked at each other. I was like, "Is that it? Can we leave?" That now? was it was because that was the last press conference they had. But like, we don't have enough time to talk about all the games. <laughs> they spent about ten minutes talking about how they didn't have enough time to talk about all the games. <laughs> but if you go to this website, it's like those old Final Fantasy strategy guides. Go to the website to get more content. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't even know if Nintendo's going to have a press conference this year. Really? They may just do another direct like last year. Last year was weird. Last year made sense because no one like they had the PS4 and Xbox One press conferences, so people cared more about that. And Nintendo knew that, so why waste millions of dollars renting out the Nokia Theater and just do a direct? But it can't cost millions of dollars. I don't know. It's got to cost a couple hundred thousand. But and know. all the 
all the crap they bring. Yeah. Well, what they did have though was right before the the show floor opened, they had all the press in the Nintendo booth. That's right. Like I don't know, it was like a sit, sitting down Indian style, listening <laughs> to Reggie talk about the games, and Reggie was yelling at everyone. <laughs> I, it's, anyway, hopefully they don't do that again. Yeah, I know a lot of people complain. Reggie just kept yelling, "Play the game! Play the game!" It's I'll, very intimidating. He's a big guy. So I liked waking up and getting to the Nokia Plaza at 6 a.m. waiting to get into that press conference at 8. So <laughs> I just kind of stumbled in at 9 o'clock. But I was on like the second row. I saw everything just as well. <laughs> okay, this was fine. But yeah, a good week for news. We're mm-hmm. uh, we this kind of build up to E3 is exciting because every week we're gonna see you know things kind of uh, leak out early. Mm-hmm. Um, people make kind of assumptions and guesses of what's coming. And people. And- yeah, want to beat the E3 rush? I don't know. Well, it's past couple of years. It's it's always really everything comes out before it, you really know everything before. Yeah. The actual show. It's really There's, hard for those companies to keep things tight lipped. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they've done it before. Well, so. another reason is you you may not want to. Yeah. You know, it's not a good idea to put out a big press release with fifty other companies doing the same thing on one day. That's so true. Y- you control your marketing better. By having this one day where it's just just you on all the headlines, all mm-hmm. your games. So waiting until E3 to, to make all those announcements is just not a good idea anymore. Um, and even maybe waiting a week after E3 is not a bad Let idea. Let it calm either. down. Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, so, by the way, guess what? Yeah. Oh, we, we, didn't, we didn't mention this, but you know, <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing's in stores now. All so, right. Um, so yeah, I'm sure in the next couple of weeks we're going to see more and more stuff. Uh, basically, announcements of announcements. Kind of annoying, but at least we're seeing things. Hey guys, guess what? We got something really cool for y'all in like six weeks. That's the Stay tuned. My least favorite is when a website just pops up and it's just a timer. And there's <laughs> no information. Just watch this fucking timer for three weeks. <laughs> and then like as you get closer to the timer going to zero, you'll see silhouettes. Oh look, it's Sonic. Okay, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay, so it's like a Sonic friend popping up every day. Oh, I can't wait to play Sonic Boom at E3. Sonic Boom! No. <laughs> we will have a, just a Sonic Boom special <laughs> for that. Can't wait. That's news, unless That's news. you have anything else. Mm, nope. I'm good. Let's see. What's coming out this week? Nothing. As I mentioned earlier, uh, Dark Souls 2 is out for the PC today, officially. So all you people who have been waiting, Steven just beat the game. Suckers. So now you get your I'm going to spoil the whole game right now in, <laughs> in five seconds. I'm going to wait a little bit, and I'm just going to... And then uh, on your Wii U, NES Remix 2 comes no, out. I'm kind of upset about that, because in Japan, NES, Re- NES Remix 2 is, in, is, a, is on retail disc. Yeah, not here. And it comes with the first game. I was about to say, because the first game just came out like three months ago. Yeah. It's not hard to dump ROM hacks and mix them up a little bit. Well, it must be because they've said that they can't. You know, the 3DS doesn't have enough power for that. <laughs> so okay, I guess that's hard. 3DS is hard to develop on. Maybe can't play NES games on 3DS. Um, next Tuesday, the Amazing Spider-Man Two, the video game based on the hit film. No, they're different. They're like differentiating themselves from the film. Okay, so time. it's the pre precursor to the film. Maybe. It leads up to it. It's coming out on like everything except Xbox One. That's right, and definitely delayed for Xbox One. Interesting. So I guess that makes my decision easier because I was torn. Yeah, I'm going with the Game Boy Advance version. That's myself. right. Yeah. Because I bought every Spider-Man game in the past on Xbox. 
360 or original Xbox. Even though the Spider-Man franchise has the Sony font, yeah. <laughs> you're buying it on Xbox. It's well, that's because Spider-Man 2 is the best one. I had that on Xbox. Oh, yeah, it was. And the Xbox version was the best version. So I did that thing where it's like I have to get all the sequels. So how did you handle Sonic when that changed your life? Because you could not buy the I, Sonic I game. bought it on 360. Okay. I don't know. Just curious. I thought... Its controller was closest to the Dreamcast. Yes. And that's what made me choose that one. I the agree PS3. with your, you know. And yeah. then, um, so I guess I'm getting this one on PS4, which more and more companies seem to be going towards lead development on PS4, so keep that going. You but let yeah, me know how that is. Yeah. I watched a video on it today. They actually fixed the swinging mechanic from the first Amazing Spider-Man where you're not just attra- attaching to random clouds. To the clouds. You're actually attaching to buildings. That was the best thing about Spider-Man 2 was the, the swinging. No, I did like in Spider-Man 2 on the OG Xbox where all, the R trigger was always swing and left trigger was like boost, like swing faster. But in this game, if you want to shoot a web out of your right hand, it's right trigger and on your left hand is left to trigger. To me, that's better. I thought okay. 2 had an option to do that. I don't I, know. I swear it did. I remember on GameCube, I was... And they were like really... It's Beanox doing this one again. And it, they were like really proud of showing off like these like stealth elements where you sneak around and take out guards Why before they can I find you. That? And I you don't... press a button and like you could see through walls and all the enemies turn red, just like in oh, I don't Batman. know Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So Do you get a spider mobile to yet. drive around? That'll be in the next one. Spider Knight. Is there like a spider prison where the Spider Man villains <laughs> Spider Man villains so. but Spider Asylum. I mean the first game had the Batman Arkham fight mechanic like ripped off they even said like they were inspired and liked it so much they did it now this one is just all the same like stealth stuff and take out the villains you can even retract upside down and like tap a villain on the shoulder and like grab I mean, them and hang them up and spider-man the does that no no that's that's i'm fine with that no i know it's fine but it's just the same yeah it's the exact same animation don't brag about it yeah like look it's so cool when Batman did that in 09 in Arkham Asylum. We put a new mechanic where Spider-Man turns into this L-shaped block and he lowers down and <laughs> clears all the other blocks. It's the coolest thing. Just wait till you see it. Um, coming out on PS4 and PC on Tuesday is Daylight. That's uh oh that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like the first Unreal Unreal Four, 4 yeah. game. So it's a parkour zombies, right? Is that that one? I don't know. Dead sounds right. Daylight. No. I really don't know. I'm sure it's going to be a huge popular game selling millions of copies. And then on PS3, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I mean, yeah, All-Star Adventure. That game got a 40 out of 40 from Famitsu. What doesn't get a 40 out of 40? I mean, if you don't pay enough money for the review, you won't get a 40. That one did. (laughs) I heard him talk about that on the 8-4 podcast. I don't really know anything about that series. I know it was a Dreamcast game I played once. Okay. It's an anime. Yeah. It is a fabulous manga and anime. So if you are a fan of those things, you should check this out. All-Star Battle. Not All-Star Sure. So that is... And then... Oh, one more. Sorry. And Stick It to the Man That's is right. coming out on Wii U on Thursday. Yeah. It's not coming out until PS4 until the next week. Yeah. So get it first on Wii U. <laughs> or PC. Is it on PC? Just Wii U that I That's saw weird. for next week. Hmm. Now the next week... I mean, yeah. It might be for for everything. Atari Lynx. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's your new releases uh, for the next week. Let's look at some emails. Uh, GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Just one email this week, but I think it's a pretty good one. 
It's from Craig from Baton Rouge. Uh, hey, everybody. Wanted to let you know the podcast is getting better with each episode. Also, after hearing all of you talk about video games for a while, I wanted to ask for whomever um, reads us the following. It's me. Uh, what happens, what matters most to you in a game that you enjoy? Is it story or is it gameplay? Also, for this discussion, I challenge Steven not to mention Resident Evil 4. Dark Souls is a fair game to mention, though. <laughs> a headache all of a sudden. <laughs> so, yeah, what matters most to y'all in games that make you really enjoy it? Gameplay. Gameplay? If it's if if a game could look really pretty and have, like, the best story ever, but if it plays like crap, it's crap. What so. if the gameplay is just kind of um, lackluster or mundane, but it has a really good story? Then it's okay. Yeah. But... I'm looking for gameplay and replay value whenever I'm playing games. Okay. That's why I'm still playing like all the old games that I have because they're just that good. Mm-hmm. I keep playing them over because I enjoy them that much. The gameplay is just too good. See, I feel like I'm the opposite because I'm I'm a bit of a graphics whore, so I really like good graphics. But um, I'm more of a story kind of person and gameplay. I mean, if it just is unplayable, then yeah, that obviously is wrong. But I'm more into to, to story because I mean. Two of my top games of last year were like Gone Home, which is literally you walk around a house and read stuff. So the gameplay was nothing, but the story was great. And um, Bioshock Infinite, which had really crappy gun mechanics, but I really like that universe. So yeah, I'm more of a I'm more of a story guy. Like strong narratives really push the game forward, and it seems like a lot of games are moving away from strong narratives, which is really disappointing to me. Um, yeah, story's my thing too. Yeah. So. I mean, I play a lot of really crappy games. Um, <laughs> Lux Pain. Lux Pain, yeah. Lux I play Pain. Lux Pain. And Terrible even... gameplay and story. No, the story's cute. Uh... We've all played our fair share of bad games. Yeah, so. but I mean, I enjoy playing. I mean, like Princess Debut. Like, that's just the crappiest little DS game. The graphics are horrible. The gameplay is like stupid touchscreen <laughs> movement. <laughs> but I like all the little stories, mm-hmm. and it's cute. And I mean, I don't know. Like some of my favorite games are like visual novels, mm-hmm. like Phoenix Wright. So that doesn't have much like gameplay to it. So I really mm-hmm. appreciate a good story, even more so than gameplay. So yeah. that's just me. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm a mechanics guy. I'm a gameplay guy, like Vaughn. But when you can take wonderful elements and and mix a game that has an incredible story and have incredible mechanics. And I always like to use the, this example, which it was a GameCube. It launched on the GameCube originally. It's one of my all-time favorite games, and it's F-Zero X, F-Zero GX, right? You thought I was going to say Resident Evil. That's what I was trying to... <laughs> but no, so a game that traditionally is just a racing game, you know, and that version of the series that was from Sega had the best mechanics in the franchise. I agree. It's It's... It's agile, it's fast, and, and you control every aspect of it. But it also added a crazy story. Like, every character in that game has, you know, an ending in the full motion video. So there is a story there, but uh, when you can kind of mix those things together, you get a perfect product. But I will take mechanics and gameplay over story 100% of the time hmm. because I'm, I've am i been known in the past to kind of skip through a cutscene or just, like, I don't care because the writing is so bad about this conversation mm-hmm. or about this story. But I think that it's when it is when the writing is bad that kind of turns me away from the story of a game. 
And that's when I have to rely on the mechanics. And if it doesn't have that, then I just drop the game. I just mm-hmm. go play something else. That is exactly so, how I do it too. You know, and it's it doesn't have to be just the mechanics of a single playthrough. But if you if you can enhance enhance the game beyond a single playthrough, I'm a huge fan of New Game Plus. Uh, but if it has to be done right, mm-hmm. and um, not enough games do it right. But when it when it is done right, a New Game Plus can really enhance that experience. So see, that's why I guess I'm not a fan of New Game Plus. Yeah, don't do that don't, because once I'm done with the you story, don't play a game. like why would I do it again? I know it happens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm. I, I understand I, where you're coming from. No, no, from. and I understand where you're coming yeah. from. I'm just saying, like, that's how... You're just how... wrong. <laughs> so, um, we, we all understand. <laughs> but I disagree with you. I don't think games are moving away from, from, from story. I think they're moving away from mechanics. This past generation, more than anything, I've just seen games try to just feed me story that I just don't care about mm-hmm. and try to take my mechanics away from me. And yeah, because I forget you're one. You're the one type of people who just skip through cutscenes. Because I will cares? if the writing is shit, or if the characters are poor. If I don't care, or if the music's not. Interesting. How would you? How do you know what you're doing? Oh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I do just fine. Thank you. Why am I slaughtering these guys? I don't know. Because that's why. <laughs> just cause. That's why I'm doing it. So to get to the next level. Yeah, obviously. of course, to get to the next level. <laughs> to get my to find out if I got an S plus SSS <laughs> on this rating this level. So. I feel like games these days are kind of just moving away from both. I don't know. I've had a what lot. Of di- I've had a lot of disappointment in games these days. For in example, regards in like gameplay and story. I guess, for example, like the best example I could come up with. I know a lot of people disagree with me on this, but I'd say a link between worlds. Interesting. Because <laughs> did that make a Zelda game too much of like an arcadey experience for you? The fact that you can just buy those items and then. There's if you die, whatever. I've got a million rupees. I can just buy them again. Yeah, that kind of like was one of the things that ruined it for me. Also, like the I don't think the story was that cute either. It really wasn't. It was trying to make a sequel out of Link to the Past, but it just didn't do the job very well. And if it had a lot of forcing of like certain mechanics, like the whole like portrait thing, you don't really need it if the items would work the same way that they did in Link to the in a Link to the Past. Like also- the hookshot is garbage. So. <laughs> I want to put this out. Everyone at this table right here, one of your favorite genres is rhythm games. Everyone at this table. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there is not there I don't there may be like one rhythm game with a story where it's screw shit, you dude, rock band is, two, my band toured the world. Well, I was thinking Dance Central Three did have a story about time tra- time traveling right. dances. That's but right. We play guitar freaks or we play beat mania or we play pop and music or dance dance revolution. And the only thing that's there are mechanics. There's no reason to you know, you're playing it for the experience. You're playing it yeah. because of the experience you're having with other people that are sharing that it with you. That is the narrative. You are Boom. the narrative. It's connect. It all comes back to fucking connect. <laughs> you Actually, are. I mean, I would like to. Prince, I just mentioned ah, Princess that's, that's, Debut, that's a game, <laughs> which yeah. is a rhythm right. game that, that has a story. story. But um, you know how I borrowed uh, Bust a Move on PlayStation 1 for my brother? I could see a rhythm game. It, that works in a similar way that Bust a Move does, where you go through like different. Bust a Move worlds. or Groove? Bust a Groove, sorry. Oh, wait. This isn't Bust a Move a puzzle? Like, yeah, Bust yeah. a Move is a puzzle Bust, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like. Oh, you're adding a narrative to a puzzle game. Yeah, yeah it would I be think really. That's a great idea. That's what it yeah, has. Like Puzzle like, Quest. I love the first Puzzle Quest. Yeah, so why why aren't there more? Why why can't they do that with a rhythm game? It's really cute how they do it with, in Bust a Move. Like you just have a big map. And you travel from little like circle to little circle, and once you get to a big circle, you fight a little boss character, and there's like a little sequence that's really short, 
but it's really cute. And I think a game like that would be so adorable. I, I didn't even think about that. One of the godfathers of the rhythm game franchise or rhythm game genre would be Parappa the Rapper. And that mm-hmm. definitely had a narrative. Yeah, you know, definitely. But DD, oh. a Dance Dance Revolution narrative would be really bad. They what? actually tried that in uh, DDRX. It was not really? good. It was bad. I want to be the best dancer. <laughs> like no dancer ever was. There was a little DS game, too, that had a story, but it wasn't that great. Remember it had uh, yellow box art, Steven? What um, kind of game was it? It was it was a rhythm game with different, like, the little things, looked like little teardrops almost. Gosh, I wish I could remember the name of it. It had yellow box art, though, and it was on the DS. Not a wind on. Which would be no, uh, but that no. had like a story too. That was pretty good. But oh, anyway, yeah. that was a great question. Oh yeah, it was a really good so, question. Very I mean, tough to like dive across the table and stab I will each rip other. your throat out <laughs> right now. On <laughs> Tamarama, that was it. I don't remember that. Interesting. On Tamarama. As long as a game has good story and good gameplay mechanics, you have a good game. So that's true. But not many games can do that. Hmm. And but the ones that have have been the greatest of all time. So. Indeed. Like F-Zero. <laughs> that game is actually really good. F-Zero <laughs> GX. Right? GX. AX. AX G- is the GX. arcade one. GX oh, is the one that. on GameCube. Because A is for arcade. A is for arcade. G is for, G is for GameCube. <laughs> G is for GameCube. Yeah. And GameCubes are for Gs. <laughs> Don't ever forget that. <laughs> GameCube is the only console you can wear easily. Because it's got that handle. <laughs> like Flavor Flav style? Yeah. Like, Why not? Medallion. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a terrible idea. And you can swap out the uh, GameCube logo. For a clock. Well, no, you could put other logos in there. Oh, that's right. You can. Customize it. Wow. Yeah. It's yours. I know someone that hollowed out a GameCube and made it into a purse. That's it, a nice. lunchbox? Because that makes sense. But I hollowed out a Dreamcast and made it a backpack once <laughs> for a Halloween costume. Typing of the Dead? Yeah. It's good times. Good times. No one knew what we were. <laughs> you had the keyboards out? We did, strapped to our chest. That's great. Suits. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. But uh, GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Email us questions, thoughts, concerns. You can even email us an intro question if you have a good one, so I don't have to think of it. Or if you found a, a, like a hot secret in a video game and you want to share the pro tip... <laughs> You know, a code. Yeah, you have a code. Do, do games have cheat codes anymore? Yeah, it's called insert your credit card. Swipe it right on the console. Just stick it right there in the Wii. Just shove it in. Uh, let's wrap this show up with our special stages. Anybody? I'll go. I'll go first. Um, have y'all seen... I think it just came out today. I saw a video for it. It's on iPad. It's called um, Hitman Go. Yeah, that game looks cool. Yeah, it's like different. It's like weird looking. It's like a puzzle game on your iPad, but the aesthetic is all like a like a little board game, and all the pieces look like the pieces from those like uh, football games where the whole field vibrates and little characters run. Yeah, but you um, play as Agent Forty Seven, and you move on like a, a a dotted path. But every every time you make a move. All the other pieces make moves too, and you have to like get to certain squares or assassinate the dude. It looks really fun. I really want, I'm gonna check that out this week. I like it when people, it. when a developer will take a traditional franchise and they're and not afraid to make it do weird shit with yeah, it, do like weird this. stuff. Like even in the menu, like the various stages 
is just a board game with like board game art and even a barcode. Like it looks really cool. Like the aesthetic and it's really clean looking. And uh, I don't know, it looks really fun. I want to check that out. Me, I'm next. I'm next. Okay. Um, did everybody see the Phoenix Wright reveal? I did. Yes. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. I'm so excited about the setting. Ah. 18th century Japan. Yes. I thought it was a bowling Meiji alley. Era. <laughs> I swear it was a bowling alley. Can I watch a different video? I think I may have watched a different video. I'm sorry. Is that, hopefully that'll be a retail and that's probably downloaded. No, not again. I don't, know. I don't. Well, actually, what do you mean again? The other game, it doesn't exist to me. Yeah, exactly. It, it well, I I certainly played it. Oh, someone I don't know what you're talking about. That game is only in a dream. It doesn't really exist. So when oh is that man. set to come out? Did they say or um, they just announce it? I don't know. I think it was just like a trailer. Did they announce it for the states or just said it exists? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. it was just it's just basically character announcement and setting and are you like else. a relative of mr right i think is... yeah okay yeah so he has lawyer blood in his veins from past <laughs> he looks he has like a police officer uniform interesting so yeah it's interesting and then they also there's no information about her but after he was shown there was a girl in a kimono shown so mm-hmm. i don't know how she's relevant but right. we'll see but the maya kind of <laughs> part after after i played through dagon rampa i really thought i was going to jump back into phoenix right on like the visual novel train, but I did not, unfortunately. I still want to, but you're so close. I know. I'm like halfway through three, then I have four, and then I have Miles Edgeworth, and then I have this like imaginary game, and then. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> oh boy. Okay, Stephen or Vaughn? I'll go next. Uh, school sucks. <laughs> Sucker, still in school. Been in it forever, but I'm finally about to finish up next semester. But for your second degree, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, just going to the end of this semester, though, I have like four group projects in all four of my classes, and I just want to just strangle everybody. No group project. <laughs> group projects are the worst. Oh, yeah, you can have a whole are. show about how terrible group uh, projects are. I love group projects. All my group projects in college, I didn't do any work, and then showed up at the last minute and got an. uh, thanks to my group um so i don't know what y'all's problem with group projects are but they're great (laughs) you don't have to do any work it's wonderful (laughs) well my problem is i'm the one doing all of the work there's got to be at least one person in the group to do the work (laughs) it's your fault if you volunteered to be that person Uh, no i'm just kidding (laughs) group projects do they are terrible but yeah i'm just ripping my hair out at it what it, what little hair i have but <laughs> it it sucks advice get out of school as quickly as you can no nah, the real world sucks worse stay in school as long as you can yeah, the, the real world is just one giant group project i promise you <laughs> it's all right at least you're doing one thing instead of like a million things well Steven. <laughs> so w- there is uh, some kind of Louisiana hot wing festival coming to uh, yes, this I Saturday. Saw that. Okay, so here's my problem with this. So all the businesses that are there, it's like Buffalo Wild Wings and it's Hooters and Our, yeah. it's Wingstop. And so it's just, why didn't they just call it Hot Wing Festival? <laughs> I don't understand what's Louisiana about this. Right. Are there it any local restaurants? It in Louisiana. It does, but it, does it just run around the country like going to different 
basketball arenas. Our friend <laughs> Gary Bravo Navo, he made some killer wings this past weekend at a get together we had. So yeah, he could good. like blow all these places. Well, he's not going to be not there, part, but, but Hooters will. Oh so yes, it's twenty bucks and you can do all the wings you want. <laughs> they they do say there's a limited supply. I don't uh, know what that supply is. Too bad <laughs> I can't eat that many wings anyway. So like that'd be kind That's of a true. Waste. I can't if I paid twenty dollars for wings, I would not be able to finish them. So. Unless they were, you know, $5 a wing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is it. That's our show. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. Find me at Twitter at v for extreme 12 You can find me on Twitter at MintChacone. I'm on Twitter at Steve Gameware. And you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR. And now you can find this podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. I figured after 25 episodes, it's about time we had our own Facebook page. So you should um, like us on there. Show your support. That'd be pretty cool. Share with your friends. Tell them about us. You can also find um, this podcast every week on iTunes. And you can rate us on iTunes if you like the show. If you didn't like the show, just give us a rating and tell us what you did like and what you didn't like. And if you didn't like anything, uh, well, We're maybe sorry. this isn't for you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then, um, of course, you can find us on SoundCloud, where I host it every week. Moving so up it. in the world one step at a time. One step at a time. So thank everyone so much for listening. Thank you all for joining me again this week. But until then, y'all let your game work express. Have a great weekend. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.